glad you're here. We get to talk about a really fun topic. Love. I'm just joking. No, we did that one. <laughs> it is a, but here's the thing. Okay. We are addressing mm -hmm. the number one thing that can completely destroy relationships Absolutely. today. Absolutely. And this can, and can't, you'll encounter this throughout your entire life. I think it starts when we're young and we love being women love girly things. Yep. And there's one thing that we have to really keep our eyes open for. And that is gossip. Our mouth. gossip. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I think can actually keep you from some of the most incredible friendships yes. or when other people do it, you know, it keeps, it keeps you from that friendship. Or if you're doing it, it can keep you from an incredible friendship. Yeah. And some of you may be praying for amazing, godly women. And maybe what you don't know is maybe you're not surrounded by them because of this one thing. Yeah, it's real. And we love, like, we've talked about this before. We know this isn't going to be maybe, okay. First of all, if you're listening, we're assuming you love the truth and you love what's real. So we're going to blow through scripture about what it says about slander and gossip. And then we are going to give really like real examples that we've been a part of or, yeah. Yeah, or that we know could come up um, that may help you see. Because here's the thing. You can't control other people, which thank God. Yes. Thank God other people can't control us. But you can be aware of the Holy Spirit residing within you. And you can be responsible for being that woman that people want to be around and the woman that people yeah. trust. And that just hit me for two, what we were talking about and two, what to do if you encounter it about yourself, because it may happen. Yeah. And look, that's, what's so beautiful. Like straight out the yeah. gate, let's be real. You catch yourself in gossip. Yes. Repent, apologize, repent before the Lord and ask him how to make right. What was wrong. And I know we don't like right and wrong, but the truth is gossip is wrong <laughs> and humility is, yes. is the right. And it's the godly posture. I don't like saying right, but humility and being quick to forgive others and yourself are super key or like the word even says that offense and unforgiveness are like cancer in your body. Yeah. And I think that's quite literal even. So anyways, I'm you want to dive in? So Proverbs 16, 28, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Y'all, it calls it out for what it is. So I would, let me tell you something that happened in high school before I get into the rest. This stuck with me so hard. And I remember this like it happened yesterday. New girl comes to school, really sweet. So me and my friend are talking to her and you know how you give them the rundown of everybody. And before, like we started to talk and she literally put her hand up and she was so sweet about it. But she said, she goes, oh, I really like to form my own opinions before I meet people or when I meet people so rather than hear what other people think about it. Y'all, she was so nice. A high so school student. About yeah, but I that moment was not that we became friends or anything, but I had so much respect for her. And so that's the day, like it stuck out with me because I'm like, how often do we gently, sweetly, not like I know a lot of us are already trying to live set apart, but have we ever been put in a situation where we don't know how to stop somebody gossiping? Yeah. Or it's uncomfortable and not everybody's super bold. So some of y'all may have a very meek demeanor which is so awesome but Jesus was meek. yes you may just not have the language to stop that conversation that comes at you yet we're hoping we can help you and we'll give yes. practice we are at the end going to give like very practical ways to address that like I that was a great example too um I have others do you want to go yeah. back and forth or what yeah, do you want go to ahead. do okay so uh Ephesians 4 29 do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So check it out. 
Um, if you're a woman, you are called to bring what is helpful for building up others according to their needs. So if you're talking or somebody else is talking and it's not helpful for building somebody up mm. and it's not benefiting the person listening, I, I have, I mean, I remember in high school, I totally would process with my best friends. I didn't have um, a ton. Of, I did have a lot of friends, but the ones that I hung out with were few and far between. I have completely destroyed. I destroyed one relationship because I shared everything with her instead of going to the Lord first, which we'll talk about that later. Um, but I also remember just like, um, I really genuinely loved people and I was so hurt that I didn't, it, I, it wasn't benefiting anybody. And it put, it, it put this girl in a really awkward position. Um, and it destroyed a relationship my senior year, which is so sad. Um, and then anyway, so yeah, it's just, if it's not helpful and if it's not going to benefit, you're not supposed to say it. If it's not going to benefit the person you're with, you're not supposed to say it. And to be honest with you, we're, we're so caught up in a world where we just slander gossip. Even the media is, if you're watching the media, you especially all the time. And some of these Christian, awesome Christian people get into the political realm yeah. and they get that political spirit, which slanders and gossips and they're complete denial about it because they think they're calling people out in righteous anger. And I'm telling you, if it's unwholesome and it doesn't benefit the people listening, I, there's no way you're not gossiping. If you're listening to shows and movies, I mean, Yes, like I would never even watch, oh. watch a show called gossip girl. I'm like, what? Like, I, I'm like you might as well say, the ultimate sinful girl. Like, you know, like, why would I want to watch a show about that? Um, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, I hope this is helpful. If it's not going to benefit the person listening, don't do it. That's crazy. That's straight up. Yeah. And the Bible actually talks about gossip a lot. It does. Though, we lot. could we can't read all the scriptures no, about it. It's a ton. I would love like I'm not gonna do this to y'all because it's hard when somebody's just reading from something when we're talking, but I would encourage you to go read Proverbs 26. No, all of it. Oh, I'm okay, going to read yeah, part okay. of it, but okay, the okay. whole thing, if you really go through it, all of it's about what's coming out. So let me say this. Um, in Proverbs 26, 20, he starts out without wood, a fire goes out and without a gossip, quarrel dies down. Do you hear that? Without the gossip, it would die down, but the gossip stirring it up. A charcoal to embers as wood to fire. So is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Without like, I hope nobody comes to mind when you think about this. Before I move on, there are, a, there's reasons we gossip, that gossip will come up easily. And yeah. we'll go over that later. But if you say you have a struggle with a relationship, and I would like to highlight this on why this, I feel like I have to say this. If you have conflict in a relationship and you're like, why is this not getting resolved? We'll meet and talk. And then when we part, it's like something stirs back up. Something, somebody else could be feeding into that. And so just be aware of that. And I don't know why you. that's sticking. Yeah. If you're processing a lot, we'll get into that. With somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, be on your guard, but enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their hearts, they harbor deceit. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them, for seven abominations fill their hearts. Their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it, and if someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. And, oh, there's so much meat to that, y'all, just because we have... I hate it when you call somebody a gossip. And I think, and everybody, we may have been the gossip. And I can tell y'all, oh, like, I have I've been in the past. A lot. Yeah. Like, and I don't say, I wasn't even convicted of it until a couple of years ago. Not really, because a lot of times it would be under a guise of helping somebody. Yeah. I know. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And I just want to say too, whatever's hidden in secret, like what the scripture is saying, mm -hmm. it, it's saying it will be revealed. Yeah. So if you are slandering somebody behind their back, it will come out. Oh, it will come out. Let me just tell you, if you're sinning in secret, it will come out. Mm -hmm. And so you can be kind with this. Is another thing, there's another scripture, which we've talked about before in God's word, where it says, if you lust after a woman in your heart, it's yeah. as though you've committed adultery. And the truth, what that's saying is even your heart, which is something she mentioned here, you could be like nice with your words, but your heart could be so foul and offended and hurt and malicious, like the critical and judgmental thoughts you have about people when they're speaking or when you see them on social media. I'm talking like you don't know where they are. You don't know where they've come from, but even your heart could be a gossip, which might as well be a gossip. Yeah out loud. It's the same to the Lord because why he's looking at your heart and the purity of your heart in Exodus. Did you want to add anything? No, go ahead. Okay. Keep going. In Exodus 23, one, which I probably should have run around this full disclosure, but um, <laughs> it says, do not spread false reports. This is Exodus. This is the old Testament. Do not help a guilty person by being a malicious witness. Mm -hmm. So I also want to say to you, don't ever take somebody's side where you didn't see it and where you haven't heard do not let somebody else's offense become your offense. This is what I mean. My, my mentor and friend Patricia King preached about this this past week. And I thought it was so powerful because I do believe it produces gossip. When somebody comes to you about somebody else that you don't know, and they're talking to you and they're telling you things about this person's weakness or character that are not godly. I just want you to know, you could be deceived by your friend because you haven't heard the other person's side or know where they are. So you agreeing with them could be bearing false witness malicious witness. So if what they're saying is malicious, I'm telling you hurt people will come and talk to you from hurt, not, and they probably haven't gone to the Lord yet because oftentimes he cleans that up really fast. When you really go to the Lord and dive into his word. Um, so true. And that's the worst feeling guys. It's it is so awful walking so, away from a conversation. Like, yeah, is that over the line? No, I hate that feeling. Me too. Like I, I'll, I'll be hundred percent honest. I did that a few months ago. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation and somebody, um, a sweet couple was really like this kid. And I was like, I don't want to hang out with my daughter. And I went off on all the reasons I didn't care for him. And I was in the car and I got on the way home from dinner and I felt this heaviness in my heart. And I will say this, and I didn't think I told you this. I felt the Lord's like, I love him. And I'm like, I just trashed that person. And I had it. I got home to talk about it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like in the moment I'm back in my car. I hate this feeling because as soon as I got home, this is a fairly new couple. And I was like, I am so sorry. I texted him. And I was like, that was, I had no right. That was so wrong of me. And I pray that I was like, please forgive me. I was like, I messed up. And I was like, if you ever catch me doing this again, I really hope he'll call me out because I mean, I just totally y'all and how they respond. They're great. They're fantastic. Awesome. She's like, yes, we forgive you. And you know, um, and she was actually really sweet and she tried to let me off the hook. She's like, you have a mama heart. And I was like, that gave me no right that's See, still god's child and that's so it cool. didn't give me any right to trash yeah. him. like even if it's from a mama's heart y'all because we're mama bears we want to protect our kids and we you know especially when it comes to our family we can be so defensive about our own families yeah. like whatever that looks yeah. like you can't allow that oh yeah i used way. to feel like like oh yeah i love people unless you come at my sister and, and then, then i'll murder you <laughs> i'll just stab you with a pencil yeah <laughs> in my head um yeah, no, that's so real. And yeah, don't disguise mm -hmm. righteous anger will never do not 
do don't you dare practicing one percent. Don't you ever dare disguise process and gossip and sharing somebody's weakness and whatever and say it's righteous anger the mama bear i'm telling you that's not holy that's not pure and you're lying because that's not what god's word says and so that's another reason why we're reading scriptures right now which i'll go through a lot faster because um we could comment all this but we just let's just trail through this because we'll get back to this stuff james 126 those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Mm. Listen, all these practicing religious yeah. people and authorities are the ones that put Jesus on the cross and spread lies and slander and gossip about him, which led other people to agreeing with his murder sentence of yes. a very pure, innocent man to murder. Look, your words make a big difference and can withhold somebody else's blessing, which in turn, I can guarantee you is going to affect you. I'm just saying. James 4.11. I know that's probably really intense, but it's just true. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. However you judge other people, you will will be be judged in return. So you wonder why people are slandering about you. Are you slandering them? You wonder why you're not having favor in an area, or you don't have great friends, or you don't have this promotion, or you don't have trust from people around you. Are you being a trustworthy person? What are you sowing into? When yeah. you sow into gossip, you're, you Ooh. are sowing into that atmosphere saying this is okay. And you're leading other people into sin. Proverbs 10, 18, whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. I don't want to be a fool. Proverbs eleven nineteen. Nope. Eleven nine. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Can I just say, if you gossip, you're not one of my close friends. You're not. She can attest to this. Like, if you're going to be close with me, then you're, this is my highest value is to honor people when they're not around, even if I don't know them or whatever it is. You're really, you'll stop mid conversation. I will. No, like today, today I was talking to Candace and I, I was like, Hmm, I was like, wait. And in my head, I was like, that tiny bit of information, though it's true, is not benefiting my cousin for me to say it. And it would hurt the other person if they knew I said that bit of information, even though that person does it like, and she has no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm saying, (laughs) because I didn't share with her what it was, but even though somebody does this, it doesn't mean that I also need to do it in this moment. And that's another thing. It can be so tricky. It can be so tricky to not become, I mean, if you're around gossip all the time, I have a hard time believing you're not gossiping. Um, Okay. Do you have more scriptures? I mean, because we're relational ladies, man, man, it really is. But I, there is, this may be crazy, but listen, I am, I was late to the game. There was something I just remember getting so excited when somebody came to you with something juicy. Oh yeah. You don't remember that feeling? Oh yeah. And I'm like, it is. It's oh, they trust high. me. I'm so happy they trust me. Yeah. It can be something you think, but listen, if they're going to trust you mm-hmm. and you want to live set apart, you need to be the person that puts their yes. foot down, which we're going to get to practical examples in a second about how you can be that set apart woman that God's called you to be and encourage other people to be that as well. Yeah. So this was one of, this is that verse that I'm reading those two verses and it just punched me in the stomach and it's Matthew 12, 35 through 36. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. But I tell you that everyone will have to give account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. 
So everything that you have said out loud or thought, <laughs> we're going to have to give account for that. And so can you imagine, I read that, I actually read it last night and I was like, oh man, what if like all that shit up on a piece of paper? Like every time I ever gossiped about anybody in my life. And I'm like, man, it's going to scroll. And I was like, I can't imagine the Lord reading through that and being like, so you said this about my son. You said this about my daughter. I love them. I care for them. And you said what? And I'm like, oh, it was just like, it was, it felt not good. Yeah. I need to think about all the times too, that you were broken and in sin and how horrific it would have been if the person you confided in turned around and told somebody else. And, you know, I think about the woman caught in adultery um, all these men, which some of them might've even been with her themselves, um, bring this woman to the front who was caught in adultery. Where's the man, by the way, that's a side note. Um, but it's just to show you how women were treated. And what did Jesus do? He said, all of you are bringing this woman. This is totally the Jamie Lynn version, but all of you dudes are bringing this woman to me who was caught in the middle of sleeping with a married man. Okay. That's a big deal. Yet, which of you is innocent? Because if you're innocent and you're not in sin, the one at you, and so many of us think that it's okay to go tell everybody about the girl who was caught in bed with this other man. That is not helpful information for anybody. I just want you to know that right now, okay? Mm -hmm. And there's a time and place to know things, okay? There's a time and place, but I'm telling you, if it's not gonna benefit a situation, and I'm not, some of you need to know that you think you're benefiting a situation by telling people things about them, but you're not. You're spreading sinful, un, un, like just information that needs to be taken care of in the prayer room. And if you haven't prayed for them, I you're probably like, and I'm, and I'm really not saying this from a religious standpoint. If you haven't taken the time to pray for the person you heard about, you're probably not living in honor towards them if you're sharing anything about them. Because God will give you honor. his heart. Yeah. We're going to get into honor, but listen, stop gossiping under the guise of prayer yeah stop being like y'all we need to pray for this person we just found out their marriage isn't doing good and that so-and-so may have cheated or was talking about stop and see stop would it. you even think that was gossip <laughs> let's give examples give yeah examples. i mean that was and i'm like and here's the thing too that the lord the lord hit me early on with my husband and i will say this because yeah. this is not a blank i want to make sure that you may never have have this issue but women um i've noticed it is a higher in marriage these things are higher in marriage it's not everybody that we will seek counsel when i say with quotation marks i hate saying this we'll seek counsel under the eyes guys getting it all out i just need to vent to somebody i need to get this out i just want to complain about my spouse um that's gossip and you're slandering. And not only that, you're dishonoring your spouse. Yeah. And so I will say this when anytime that I've had a really big issue that I'm like, I don't, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm just at my limit or I want biblical advice. There's always been, sometimes there was nobody I could go to, or I found I had one person I remember going to, and it wasn't, it was kind of painful because this person cared more about my marriage and my eternal life. than she cared about my feelings. And I remember telling her and she was quick and gentle to tell me you're wrong and you're feeling this way, but it may be from something else, but that's not how this is. And I needed that at the time. And it, not only that, it helped my marriage, but I was like, they weren't, it didn't, it's mm, girlfriends are so quick to be like, Oh honey. Oh, what? And take your hurt? side. You, you have every right to be, and you guess what I do? <laughs> the throwing coal mm -hmm. and breathing to make the fire yep. bigger of deception and godlessness in yes. your, in your marriage. And you know, what's so crazy is when my husband and I were dating, 
um, man, I was so immature in this area with him. I would go and I would just go tell my friends why I was frustrated, why I was annoyed, what he wasn't yes. doing, all this stuff. And I remember um, when we broke up, um, I remember having a dream and I went and shared it with this woman and she shared um, something really powerful with me. And I felt so convicted. It was like a corrective dream. Like the Lord was going to give me a 10 second pause on how to speak to him gently, but not just that. Um, I remember, well, I remember before that. So that was actually a separate dream. That was a separate dream, um, which doesn't really have anything to do with this. <laughs> I'm like, that wrong story. Um, no, but I remember feeling so convicted and repenting. And when my husband and I got back together, I have not once gossiped to my knowledge about my husband, but my husband will confide in me. And we are really big about this in our marriage. Like we have vocally established this. And I'm telling you, sometimes I do get annoyed. I do get annoyed sometimes because first of all, I want you to know if you're a woman and you confide in me, my husband will not know mm-hmm. unless you tell me that you want me to tell my husband or I'll straight up ask you. And my husband is always like, are they, are you sure they're okay? If I know this. And I'm like, yes, honey, I literally, and then he'll find out things later. Like if somebody's pregnant or whatever, and he's like, you knew this whole time. And I'm like, yes, like I'm, I'm a protector of your information because yeah. I want to be protected with my information too. And I want to, and I'm not talking about my gossip information. I'm saying like, if I'm going through something, I'm confessing it to you and you're going to go tell somebody yes. you will not be my close friend anymore. I will forgive you. I'll talk to you about it. You're going to have to build trust with me again, but I love what Patricia King says. You're not building walls back from a place of offense. You're not putting up walls from offense. There's forgiveness. And you're like, God, you know, like, what does this look like moving forward? But I will just tell you, um, trust is a big thing in relationships. And so my husband has given me permission to process with, he trusts me, but that was built over time. He said, I trust you. Anything I ever share with you about me, I know that you may need to process it with some of your girlfriends to be in your corner and you have my permission to share it. I trust you, which is wild, but him giving me that I have the fear of the Lord over who I would ever share anything with. And there's things that he shared with me. I would never tell anybody because they don't need to know. Yeah. Even though he said I could. I don't think they need to know. And that's not me being like, whatever. So I hope that that, like, if you need that in your marriage, because sometimes guys can be worse and don't press your husband. If he doesn't, if he's not supposed to share it with you, don't press him on that. Yeah. Like show him honor and encourage that. And like, let that be a reward. Like yeah. way to go. Yeah. Like that. I, I doubt they want to keep stuff from you, but there's some stuff that like guys will come to my husband and I, I'm like, Hey, can you share this? And he'll be like, no, I'm like, okay. Like have yes. respect for the person that needed somebody to go to. And today in the car, yeah. when I stopped myself, Candace didn't say, Oh, ooh, ooh. we always are like, good job. Because if we, yeah. had, <laughs> and to be honest with you, we never hint, we never hint to one another yeah. about what the information could be either. We so do. that I'm not telling you, but you're figuring it out. Cause I used to do that too. I don't know if you ever said it. Cause then you didn't say it, but they figured it out. Like, if you say it, that's cool. But then, but they told me not to say anything. And I'm like, I'm telling you, like, don't, yeah. Just be watchful. Let's share like literal examples that where we can catch ourselves that I think would be helpful. I think that was good. This is one thing that especially, um, I guess it's, uh, there's always people you don't have your guard on around and I don't have my guard ever around you. And mm-hmm. so we're, I'm constantly having to stop myself mid sentence and be like, Oh, I can't say, I better not say that. Like, yes. and so, and she's always been like, yeah, she does the same with me <laughs> because I'm like, it's not easy. Sometimes I always want to honor the people in my life and the people that need something. And I love the way you put it. Cause you did something. Cause if we, 
We are called to live set apart and everything we do is out of the basis I truly believe of love. It's the second greatest commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. And so you always phrase it in the perfect language. You're like, "Mm, I don't know if I should uncover that. And that is what we are doing. So if somebody comes to us under confidence because they need that prayer partner, they need an intercessor or something, you are, if you can't handle it, tell them, be like, Hey, I can't handle it. Be vulnerable. But if you can, you better cover and protect that. Yeah. Like I'm saying, if somebody's, we all, if somebody is hurting themselves, if they're in a dangerous situation, that's a totally different issue, but don't be go telling your friends about it. Go get somebody that can actually do something about it. Yes. So that doesn't mean we go tell everybody maybe somebody will step in. That means, Oh no, get them help. But if this is somebody that's like, I just need somebody to pray about my, I'm having a hard time marriage. My kids are crazy or whatever. You don't go show up if somebody else takes you a prayer group. If they're just telling you, then you make sure you're protecting that person and where that place they're in, because they obviously need help and they need someone who's going to love them yeah. during this hard time. It's, it's okay. And if, if, um, I come to Candace and I say, Hey, we're going through this in our marriage. That is not gossip. Just so you know, what becomes gossip is if I begin to uncover my husband to her out of hurt and offense in my, in the midst of my hurt if, if I'm hurting in the marriage. And so that's, that's something else I want to share, but here's some examples that, you know, so I have on a number of occasions been like, oh my goodness, I love this person so much. And then somebody goes, like I said this one time about a married couple, I love their marriage so much. They have like marriage goals. And it's what I saw from the outside, didn't have a relationship with them. And the person was like, man, instead of being like, what do you like about their marriage? That would have been a healthy response. They were like, oh man, you know, they're going through some really big issues. Guess what? They didn't need me to know that. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I'm just saying like, how often does somebody compliment somebody and you have to let them know, oh, you know, they're just human or, you know, they have, you know, yeah, you, you share their weaknesses. Yeah. Why are you sharing that? Or why are they doing that with you? And you let them know, Hey, I just want you to know if that was me and you, we'll get into examples later, mm-hmm. but if that was me and you said that about like, I would feel uncovered. Like, I just, I didn't need to know that about them or, Hey, I just didn't, you know, I probably didn't need to know that about them. I love what I do see. Um, and then when someone tells you information from an offended or hurt place, which we've talked about, that's an example. You can just tell, look, when you gossip, that says so much more about you than the other person. And you need to, you need to train yourself to see if somebody's sharing somebody's weakness with me, not their feelings or how hurt they were by something that happened. Okay. And if something happened, say, I'm just going to say this now, if something did happen to somebody and they're telling you say, Hey, I'm so sorry. Have you had time to pray about this yet? And, and help your friends go to God first. Cause oftentimes he'll clean it up and then come to you. And I'm not saying that if somebody's hurt, they can't come talk to you. You can mourn with somebody, but do not take on their offense by agreeing what they're saying about somebody else. Oh, that's so good. Right. Agreeing with what somebody yes. said. Right. Yes. So when someone, when somebody does this, like, for example, I have, there's certain people I have never met, but I know of them. And somebody comes to me and they start telling me all these things that they did that hurt them. All of a sudden, I didn't realize I took up their fence. I never wanted to reach out or be friends with that person because I didn't want to become that in that person's life. But here's the thing. This person that's coming to me is hurt and offended. And when you talk from hurt and offense, that is not, you're not able to display the heart of God about who that person really is. And I don't know the other person's side. So if you're around somebody who's constantly uncovering people, you're t- if you agree with them 
and what they're saying. And it keeps you from loving that person the way God called them to. You've taken up their offense and the word of God says not to do that. And then of course we mentioned this when you process in the name of prayer, but really you're just, and you want somebody Uh, to agree with you or you just want somebody to be like, yes, you are right. That is not that. And I think that's the hardest thing for women. And that's what kept popping up in my head last night. It was, we're not saying you can't go to anybody. We're saying you can't just go to anybody. Like if you're not sharing information, forget and hmm, how do I put this? Okay, this may be a little stringent. And if so, tell me. Oh no, you're probably fine. I, I mean, truly you're, I'm pretty blocked. <laughs> you don't need to process out loud. And you've said this morning, you've said this before. If you're not going to someone for biblical advice, sharing something, then it's probably gossip. Yeah. Because why else are you telling the person? Yeah. There's things that um. Like if that person, if you know, if you know, no, no, or don't know that they're going to speak only from the point of view of what the Lord sees, if they're not going to be in prayer about it, if they're going to speak from their feelings, don't talk to them. If they're speaking because they're listening to the Lord and you know that they're going to concentrate on that relationship, on the benefit of that relationship and what the Lord would want, not on your feelings. I will say this over and over again. A lot of people will cater to your feelings because we're all people pleasers. Not all of us. A lot of us are people pleasers, but you have to, yeah, just be careful who you share it with. And it's not because it's evil, anything else, but it can turn into gossip so easily. And that is damaging to you. It is. It totally is. You know, something else I was just thinking of is there was this moment, and this is how I want to honor all people. Is there anybody that you've ever loved so much you would protect and you can't imagine saying anything bad about them no matter what? For example, um, there was a pastor in my life who's also a friend who, when I was around them, kept saying, oh, you're so weird. Oh, you're so weird. Oh, you're so strange. Oh, Jamie, you're so weird. You're so strange. But like their words held a lot of weight. And I actually just was like hurt. I was hurt. And I loved them so much. I went to the Lord and prayed because I didn't want to tell anybody else they were saying that. And I called them and I said, Hey, I know that this is so random because I didn't often call this person. And I just said, I want you to know that I do know that you love me. And I do know that you care about me. There are a few times when you're being sarcastic towards me and you're calling me weird or you're calling me strange or like awkward. And honestly, I just started to kind of like believe it. And if it's true, could you tell me? But also I wanted to let you know, like, yes, that it hurts. And they were like, Jamie Lynn, the Holy Spirit this morning was convicting me of my sarcasm. And I can't thank you enough for her response was so humble, of course, because of who it is. Um, so humble and so kind. And I just want you to know so many of us are afraid to reach out because we're afraid that person's going to get mad and defensive. And I just want you to know, they may be, I have actually, it's really sad. There's some really prolific um, people that you may not know that have been extremely defensive and denial. Like one time I was having a conversation with somebody um, in ministry. I know hundreds of people in ministry, but this person, I just looked at them and I said, Hey, you know, this is borderline gossip. I really should have just said this is gossip, but that was my comfort level at the time because I wasn't super close with them. I said, hey, this is borderline gossip. Like, I don't need to know this about them and it's making me uncomfortable. And they looked at me and said, Jamie, I know gossip. This is not gossip. But guess what? It was. And, um, and it shifted the atmosphere, but it's also just like, okay, God, well, um, and I've had conversations with this person before and they just showed me that they they aren't in a place to recognize that 
like this is a big issue in their life and they're just not willing to hear it from me but they also don't let people speak into their life that do life with them unless there's like two people and and so I just want to say you the person who's hurt you the most may even come to you with correction and it may be so hard to hear this is what I want to say um I've had somebody say hey you let way too many people speak into your life And I was like, whoa, help me understand what you mean by that. And they're like, you just let people like correct you and speak into your life openly. Um, And they were like, that's just way too dangerous. And I said, you know what? I disagree with you. This is why Um, God could use anybody around me to speak into a weakness or to an area. And it may not be the way I want to hear it. And you know what? Oftentimes you're right. Some people do speak to me and share things with me, but guess what? I take it to God and I ask him if it's true and it helps me grow. So I don't let anybody speak into my life, but I do keep an open door to let people know that anybody can come to me if there is something and you make room for that for people. And if you want to grow and you want to look holy, not look holy. (laughs) If you want to grow, oh my goodness. If you want to grow and you want to be holy and set apart, you've got to open spaces and know that God could send anybody to do it. And it hurts so good. It never feels good, but it feels good when somebody comes and corrects me or calls me out on something. I feel so loved. And can you bring yourself to a place where you just know like, man, this hurts and let them know, man, this hurts so much to hear this. Thank you for sharing this with me. And if you are in a place where you can apologize right there, because you know what they're saying is true, say like, please forgive me. I I'm going to like, I know you love me. I know this probably wasn't easy for you to come share this with me. And then if you don't know if it's true yet, then say, thank you so much for sharing this with me. I know this wasn't easy. Can I, I feel taken off guard. Can I please go pray about this? And I will get and and, and if I feel I need to get back to you, then I will. And then ask the Lord, but ask the Lord if there's truth in it, because pride can keep us from yeah. wanting to hear them or whatever it may be. And I know that's probably a long way to do that, but Another thing that you said earlier that I want to clear the air on, because I feel like you and I would agree on this is, um, I destroyed temporarily a friendship by doing this. I had one friend that I would have never, ever, ever, ever processed to anybody about, I would have gone to them about, and this isn't too terribly long ago. This is maybe like five years ago when this happened. Yeah. Um, and well, we had been friends for five years leading up to this point, best friends, And I told her everything, like I processed everything with her. What I didn't realize is she ended up working in an environment where there was a lot of gossip or whatever. So then she started to see, oh my goodness, she started to gossip about me. And she she started to disclose things, which she was like my trustworthy person, the person I went to about everything. And she started to break trust and it happened five to seven times. And I and I came up to her and I said, each time, like, I'm telling you, this is my best friend. And, um, and I had to walk, I said, Hey, I'm, this is really painful, but I have to walk away from this. You've broken my trust this many times. This has never happened. I don't know what's going on. And for a few months we weren't close and the relationship was restored later on, but I did share with her. I just want you to know, I'm so sorry that I used, I didn't go to the Lord about a lot of these things. And I came to you and I put all my trust in you. And I honestly Mm. like protected you. I never said anything about you to anybody else. And I protected you in a way that I should have protected anybody else I was talking to you about. And I'm so sorry. And, and I'm sorry that it led to what it did, but she's also 
one of my best friends still. So it was restored, but I just want to say there's never, it's, there's never that token friend. My husband is not that person. Candace is not that person. My mom is not that person. My mom and I actually, since high school, have had this pool where if one of us was about to gossip, we said, oh, the penguins are out today. We had a code phrase for it. So if somebody else was with us, they'd know. And it immediately, the person stopped. The person that was about to gossip said, or we'd be like, are you about to have a penguin moment? And they were like, you know what? I am. And no question, high five, change the God. Yeah. So I just want to encourage you. There's things you can do, but God, the Holy Spirit should be that person and you should respond to him. He is that person. He is. And there's a couple of practical things because it can be really uncomfortable walking into these situations. One, it is always easier to enter a situation you've prayed for beforehand. So if you're going to, we got a message from someone one time and they were struggling with their community because they were like, man, we'll do Bible study, but then the Bible studies are up and everybody starts gossiping. <laughs> and so if you know you're walking into that situation, pray about it. Yeah. And if this is something that is a common habit, it's easier to go to people one-on-one and discuss things and to call people out in a group. In humility. In humility. And it has to be out of love, y'all. Don't do this. Make sure your motives are right. So you need to go to the Lord before. It's so good to be prayed up before you walk into a situation. So it can be hard to call people out. It's okay. If that doesn't work, try redirecting the conversation and then start praising the person they're talking about. And it don't, I mean, if you have another way. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I think like you even gave an example. You were like something like, so say I was like, Sally, Susie, oh man, poor thing. They messed up her hair. And then, you know, I'm, I'm trying to come up with something random. <laughs> and then and she stole money from the church. I don't know. <laughs> what would you say? Well, it depends on who it is, how I would say it. Yeah. But there's, if it's one-on-one, I would probably be like, oh my goodness, I really love her. She must like, she must be going through something really tough right now. This mm-hmm. is going on. So have you prayed for her? I did. And you just, you know, we need to keep praying because this, you know, she also with, oh, with her kids. Did you hear about her kids? So <laughs> I'm giving you a chance to, you know, it's, been, it's been like so long since I've been around something like that. Let's role play. Like, you know. here's the deal. I know this may be going on in yeah. her life, but like, I feel uncomfortable knowing what's going on in her life. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking you, have you really prayed for her? Because I feel that it's not benefiting me to know this about her. And you call it out. And sometimes yeah. you just have, to have you talked to Sally about this yourself is yeah. another thing. I will tell you, I say that that's the number one thing I say, Hey, have you talked to them? Okay. Well, um, oh, I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable hearing about this until you've talked to them. That's yes. biblical. But another thing I want to say, like, I think the Bible study example is really profound. If you're like around women who claim to be Christian, hear me out. And then all of a sudden they're gossiping a really cool thing that you could do if it's real and genuine is address it this way. Hey girls, I've really been praying about this and I've noticed, um, cause if you haven't said anything yet, you've been gossiping too, just so you know, um, You're agree on it. yeah, you listening is partaking and agreeing. And so I would, I would be like, Hey, I I've really been praying into this and I feel convicted about the way that I have been gossiping lately. And I just want you to know that first of all, I'm really sorry. You know, like, I feel like there's been times where we as a group have been talking about people and either I haven't said anything or I've agreed. And I, regardless, I feel convicted that I've been gossiping. I want to apologize to you guys about that. And I really want to be somebody that the people we've talked about would trust. And I want you girls to know that if you weren't around, that you could trust me to cover for you. And so could you please help me in this area grow 
by by like if you hear me say anything that you call me higher and is there and if it comes up in our group and I if I feel like it's coming up in our group um, that I have the comfortability to say hey this makes me uncomfortable and you may be sweating you may be nervous it may be awful. It's, sometimes it's hard right especially it's, if it's with people for me I have a hard time coming in as women I would think of as my elders because they should know in better because yeah. they should know better but they shouldn't because they're human. Mm -hmm. They should know better. I used to get really, that used to be really hard for me, but I won't let anybody mentor me that gossips about somebody sometimes like call them like a, a mentor. mentorship. Sometimes yeah. it's just around yeah. and yeah. it can be an uncomfortable in people positions, but we all mess up too. Yeah. And so I would hope that somebody would come to me gently, I know. me yeah. gently, y'all gently. I love may pull me aside. Don't call me out in front of everybody. Don't make fun of me. Don't go tell the other people that I was doing this. Just come to me and yeah. gently be like, hey, I'm noticing this. Or maybe be like, hey, what's causing this? Mm -hmm. We don't gossip. Most of the time, people don't gossip just to gossip. We yeah. talked about this. You gossip out of when you're hurt, when you're offended. Yeah. Sometimes, y'all, it's jealousy or comparison because the enemy loves to stir it up between women. And man, I jealousy is a hard one. Nobody wants to admit they're jealous. I've had people say things to me that they shouldn't have said that were really hurtful. And it just made me, it made me like, it was, it, it could have been so hurtful what they said to me that I didn't deal with that. And it caused in my heart ugh, towards them. Yes. And even that offense, which we'll have another episode, honestly, Patricia King has an incredible teaching. Oh. She just shared about it. And I'm like, it was her teaching, but man, I had to repent this past weekend for holding offense um, or bitterness towards people. And she, yeah. cause she laid out the example so clear. I was like, oh, but having offense or bitterness will an unforgiveness will lead to gossip. I'm telling you yeah. it will. And if you're not in the word and you're not in prayer, like I'm telling you, when you pray for, I can tell, this is why I love intercessors and why I love being one. I can tell if you've prayed for somebody based off how you talk about them. And so I'm just telling you right now, God can deal with it so much faster in a moment and it can alleviate years of awkwardness and it actually could transform the person's heart that you may be seeing real things in by you just praying for them and taking authority and saying, God, would you give me eyes to see them, ears to hear them and a heart to love them? God, if I've said anything and I need to ask for repentance, will you reveal that to me? Like you're responsible for you, not other people. But when people see you loving other people well, there people are watching you more than you mm -hmm. think. When you love people well that aren't around, People are taking notes and it will empower them to do the same. Most people don't like gossiping and are aware of it. I would say, I would say most they people, don't I don't know. know. A lot of people aren't strong. Ex stop it they yet. feel awkward. Exactly. Until you stand up. Yeah. And so there's a, when you're in your friendships, I love you put this. Um, so like what you said, you know, we're getting on Sally and how you're yeah. like, Hey, to stop a group. If you're speaking one-on-one, -on -one, be like, Ooh, you know what? I know you don't want to do this. I feel like we're getting into a gossipy territory. Include yourself in there. Sometimes it's easier. Before you correct anybody, take a look at yourself and ask the Lord to expose to you if you've been gossiping, if you have a problem with it and ask him to make you sensitive. So for me, it was such a bad habit. The Lord had to like, he really softened my heart and started like, I started getting little pings when mm -hmm. I start to notice I was gossiping and it's not, it's not fun, but you have to check with yourself first before you go on correcting people. And I mean, it can be simultaneously, but yeah, I think, I think yeah. this is what it boils down to. Be the woman you want people to be for you. Yeah. Be the woman God called you to be. Ask God to help you. And you know what? Even if you think you don't struggle with gossip, 
we're asking you to go to the Lord from this podcast and say, Holy yeah. Spirit, would you come reveal to me if I've been gossiping or if I'm holding unforgiveness or bitterness in my heart towards anybody? And would you please help me forgive them, release it and bless them? And I'm telling you, there's one person who like, I don't do life with it really hurt me. And every time the hurt pains came up, I prayed for them. And this was in the past, within the past year and a half that it's happened really within the past year, it happened and it hurt so bad. And all these people jumped on board and agreed with this person who wrote this really evil, it was evil and it was mean. And I even asked the Lord if there was any truth in it and took it to people who would be real with me. And it was just mean. And you know what the Lord showed me is how hurt they were. And I actually could understand why they wrote what they did about me um, and plastered it all over media. And what was so cool is getting, it was hurt. It was painful. There were many tears, but I experienced forgiveness in such a powerful way. And instead of slandering them and gossiping about them, I could forgive them. And anytime that, cause the, the hurt, the hurt was still coming up. Now I don't have any hurt at all or any ugh, towards them because every time it came up, I prayed for that person, their spouse and their child. And I prayed blessings and I decreed who God called them to be, um, I wasn't asking God to take my side. I was asking God to show me his. And so I think it changed everything for me. And so now there's nothing, nothing ill towards them. I actually see their hurt. I see their pain. And I actually really hope they don't run away from the Lord. And so, and, and non-believers have no moral compass for this stuff. And so you really don't need to be hanging out with them when it comes to this anyways. Yeah. But you feel good about this? I do. This is, this is just y'all we're calling everybody. We're trying to live set apart. We're calling you to live set apart. And we just hope that we hope that you just feel, you know, loved. Yeah. <laughs> this is out of love. We want to call these things out to bring attention to the Lord wants. We want, we wants to refine us. And so if you want yeah. to keep your friends that are gossiping, I would seriously, I don't think you should drop people. I mean, there are very clearly people that the Lord says to not do life with. If they've read God's word and they know something's wrong and they're still doing it, those are the people you're not to hang out with. You actually may be the one helping them escape this sin yeah. of gossip yeah. by bringing it up and being like, I love being in friendship with you. I really battle feeling like I get caught up in gossip a lot when I'm around you and I'm not wanting to accuse you. I want to call this for what it is. And I really want to grow. And I want to know your thoughts about this. Is this something that you see as well? Do you feel like this happens? Um, because I really, I just don't want to do this anymore and let them know. Right. Yeah. Do you want to pray? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Heavenly father, we just thank you so much for constantly highlighting the things that can keep us away from you mm -hmm. and the things that we can do to get closer to you. Lord, I pray that each and every single woman that is hearing this message, Lord, let them feel your love. Let them feel your peace and your joy. And I ask that they invite your refining fire yeah. that we keep seeking to live set apart and to cast the things away of this world. So we can just be closer to you. Father, I thank you for just giving us this opportunity and for loving us. Yeah. And yeah, Lord, we, we ask spirit of God for you to highlight and help us overcome, be bold and courageous the way you've called us to be. Help us be the woman that from like, when you breathe life into us, and you said in 1987, Jamie Lynn's going to be born. And at 34 years, this is how I see my daughter living on the earth. Help us be that person at this time um, and, and reveal the things we need to let go of. But also, I just declare over everyone tuning in right now that you are the woman that women will trust, that you yes. have courage and bravery to love and cover people when they're not around, 
to, to, um, to have the humility and honor and fear of God enough to stick up and, and totally obliterate gossip from your circles in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Set the atmosphere ladies. Set you it can, apart. You can change it when you walk in the room. Yeah, you can. You can. So we're yeah. excited. If you haven't replied, if you haven't applied for our retreat <laughs> yet, go reply, go apply. <laughs> we just want you there so bad. We do go apply. And then um, you can go to jamielinwellnow.com for that. But then also if you're watching on YouTube, hello, like, um, comment on this video, um, subscribe, hit the notification bell. So when we have new videos, you can share see, it, share it. And then if you're listening to our podcast, if you haven't taken the time to write a written review yet on our podcast, would you go do that? It would be super helpful for other women. Cause before I ever read, I mean, before I ever listen to a podcast, I read reviews and it helps. So if you've listened to yes. us and you're, you're coming back, you're the perfect person to go leave a review. It doesn't have to be like, we're not asking you to do, we want you to be real about this. We're not asking you to go do a five-star. We're asking yeah. you to give, be real. What do you think about this? What would you want other people to know and why they should listen? Yeah, mom. They should. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, we love, we you, love you and we'll see you next week on Set Apart Women. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. Have you subscribed? What? I couldn't hear you. Have you subscribed? <laughs> She's like,